The black lung, pap. Uh, I got the black lung. Tell us a joke, you might feel better. <laughs> what animal can jump higher than a house? Animal can jump higher than a house. A flea. Any of them. A house can't jump. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> Yeah, more half um, riddle, half joke the, today. The way, yeah, the way I read that was how high is a house rather than how, <laughs> how high can a house jump? Super high, bro. I'm 40 stories. <laughs> 40 stories deep. to episode 48 of That's Class, a podcast about things we find class, hosted by two of your favourite class halls. As always, I'm Rory Winter Hath Cometh Kid, joined by Duncan Prince of Garbage, Malcolm. And unfortunately, Eddie again can't join us this week. Um, he was attacked today, not today, this week, he was attacked by a raccoon. or A trash panda. Like a trash panda. Basically, what he told me was, in his car, just driving down the road, and then went to go into his glove box, and then... Raccoon jumps out, eats his face. Um, God damn. So, so he's, so you get he's, for having those travel sweets in your glove box. Exactly. Stop getting those hard sweets that are yeah. actually just balls of hard sugar. <laughs> balls of nothing. Um, so he's, 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 uh, he's recovering. We will try and phone him again today. He's asked us to text him before, <laughs> before we do that. So if there, if there is a, um, if there is a moment where we should, then we will, and yeah. we'll see how that goes. Uh, straight off the bat, before we get <laughs> before we get into the, our main topics, just uh, news. I want to I want to time post this episode. The Queen is dead. Oh yeah, long live that the happened. king. Actually, for a second, oh my god, where's he? Where's he going with this? I, I'm going to a dark place. Where's he going um, with this? I, our queen died. We we live in Britain. The Queen Elizabeth II, she died. Uh, longest running monarch ever. Uh, 70 years as queen of a, of a country. It feels weird to say we have a king now. Like it almost feels it's medieval. All firsts. All firsts. Feels- I, was, I was thinking this is literally how Game of Thrones starts. Like if there isn't some dragons or something, <laughs> there's going to be some bullshit. <laughs> I know. Um, it's funny, like so many people who, I mean, I'm, I'm openly not a royalist. Like I couldn't care less about them. Huh. They bring good uh, tourism and money into the country, so fair enough. Keep them around. Yeah. Um, but when she died, I was genuinely like, "Fuck, this is like history happening right now." Like history happening, I think, is the key. It's not yeah. so much like I care, but it's an interesting historical moment. Yeah, I, fa- I think uh, I found out through I found out through Twitter of all things, and I was in my room, and I was like, "Oh!" So then I ran downstairs and put the telly on. Um, <laughs> And then it's, you know, it's classic 24-hour news. Uh, like, Anchorman uh, joked about it before. We're like, nothing's happening, yeah. but we have to keep talking about stuff because it's 24-hour news. Yeah. So they just keep keep recycling well, the same stuff. What happened was, I got, uh, I, was on my, I was on my phone and I read the BBC, uh, I was on the BBC News website, I clicked through it and I went, oh, Royals coming to Balmoral. And this was about two o'clock. Yeah, I, was I like, remember, oh, yeah. Interesting. So... I turned on the, flicked on the telly because I was like, I bet there's, I was like, I bet there's a news thing on about this. So I turned on the telly 
It was about three o'clock. And uh, Hugh Edward, Big Hugh Edwards has been Big dragged Hugh. away from it. Big Hugh's been dragged away from his penthouse suite to uh, do the afternoon news. And he's sitting there in a black tie and a black suit. This was well before it was announced she was dead. Mm. And I said, to, I said to Eddie, I went, I'm actually pretty confident she could actually already be dead. And that we're, oh. just, we're now just killing time until <coughs> the news, until they can get all the things like in order. I absolutely like, are you sure like I was like mm, I don't know you don't drag Hugh Edwards it was a lot of pomp and circumstance for yeah very the BBC little. the BBC yeah. probably knew before we all did and oh, it was they just like hour, they knew hours before I think in before they announced it I remember I think it was around two o'clock or whatever watch just had BBC news on in the background and they were just filming the gates of Balmoral yeah, and, they cancelled Bargain Hunt as well. You know you don't cancel Bargain yeah. Hunt if something's not going to go down. And then I was like, oh, all right. All the whole, like even Harry's flown to, to the UK, flown and driven up to Scotland or whatever. And I'm like, she's either dying or she's dead. Yeah, or she's dead. Yeah. And they're going to announce it soon. Um, yeah, it, but it was again, it's classic 24-hour news. They were just filming the Balmoral Gate and they were just like, uh, <laughs> they and, kept and analyzing we, they just photos keep as well and speculating and like <laughs> one guy got in trouble for speculating the the royal correspondent guy got like a ton of shit because he was basically shit starting because obviously he had nothing to talk about yeah. and then basically he was trying so hard not to let the cat out of the bag like she's, but also she's, he's going to earn like so much money because he's the royal correspondent for the BBC this is like this is like gold dust this is this is gold dust to him this and, is his uh, time to shine this is his time to shine yeah he's been waiting years for this to happen and uh, mm. you could tell that he was uh, like he kept he nearly slipped up like four or five times by saying was instead of it is stuff yeah. like that and you're just, you're just a good come on guys just give it to us give it to us straight doc yeah uh, but yeah, what was so really, that happened. Yeah. What, what I found really funny yesterday was um, I was walking through Truro doing a bit of uh, house shopping bits for my bits and uh, we Lucy and I walked past Waterstones and Waterstones already had like the Queen's biography they already had like a cardboard banner that you would have to like order and print that said uh, 1952 to nine to 2022, and I'm it's like a jubilee one. Maybe it is. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. I was like, "Fuck me!" They they had that in the back, just waiting for it to went die to, or something. <laughs> went to St James Quarter last night, and they had basically every sort of third screen had this picture of the Queen on it in this shopping just center. Kept it from the jubilee. I thought it was from the jubilee. It was just every third screen just had this digital picture of the Queen. And then I was sitting, we're sitting having dinner and I was, was looking out the window, I could see this escalator and this kid was coming down the staircase with a Queen Elizabeth II mask on. Oh no. I was, I don't know how people are going to take that. I don't know like, if that's in poor I, taste. Yeah, I could, I was like, a bit soon. Like a bit <laughs> a little, soon. A little bit soon. A little bit soon. That's so good. Oh um, my days, I was just like, you're brave. I was like, you bold, bold boy. So, uh, so that's happened. We're recording this on the 10th of September, 2022. Queen died yesterday. Nope. Thursday. Nope. Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> she, died, she died on the 8th. Um, and in a selfish way, they've postponed the football. <laughs> and, and we're all furious. 
Loki furious. Uh, Loki furious, except our big royalist except mate. Except we also completely we're Loki furious, but at the same time we completely understand why they would do what they need to what they did. I'm surprised. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of a catch twenty two because they're letting like like obviously other events around the world are going on, but it is a national warning, so it makes complete sense to. You. And all the mainstream sports have called it off, and it was their choice to do it. So yeah. it's kind of an optics thing. If if one of the big ones, I think if they all hadn't agreed, it probably would have all been on. Mm. Uh, and then obviously there's the, the catch where somebody, I'm sure I saw on Twitter, somebody had said, can you imagine if everyone had lined up at the places, they'd all sign the national anthem before the games and there'd been like a minute silence as well. Within yeah. like a round of applause, it probably would have been a good send off. It probably that would have been, been class. Bad. But then you yeah. can't trust people, you can't trust people like Chelsea fans to do the right thing. So... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, considering their history with uh, uh, sensitive topics like that, so yeah, uh, you can't, true. yeah, and yeah, um, you can't trust you can't trust fat you can't trust the fans to some groups of fans to uh, abide do by the right the, thing, yeah, do yeah. the right thing. So not be a dick. Yeah, um, it's kind of a catch twenty two. Yeah, so that was a bit annoying. No football happening. Uh, it's not going well for the for the football team for the pod. Uh, they didn't do very well in their last game. <laughs> Who's the football team for the pod? Leeds. Oh, I got battered. Leeds, right? no, we need to renounce this. We need to renounce this. Yeah, this is a this is a bad idea. Yeah, I know. Maybe we shouldn't uh, be Leeds. Maybe we'll cursed it. Yeah, <laughs> cursed it. Since, would just be super cross with us ever since we announced it. And then Leeds haven't done very well. <laughs> oh. um, but anyway, ever shall since we, we announce that sponsorship deal for responsor them? I know. I was gonna. I was gonna. I was gonna try and buy a Leeds hat. <laughs> but then I was like, "Don't worth it. Don't it's not worth plummet. It. Drop like a stone." Yeah, I know. Um, shall we get into our topics? <laughs> yeah, we'll get to start a few topics. Yeah, nice. We're gonna start off pretty, pretty heavy and pretty hard. Um, two main <laughs> things. Yeah, you better believe it. <laughs> That's how I start every every every. <laughs> how you start every day. Hey. Um, <laughs> How I start my day. Um, two TV shows have started in the last couple of weeks and we haven't re well, last week. Um, and now we're going to talk about them. First, oh, House of Dragons four weeks in now, yeah. I think. So let's talk about that first of all then. House of Dragons, or as I've put, Game of Thrones 2.0. <laughs> Game of Thrones 2.0. Um, uh. I have not watched any of it and don't really plan to because... Oh, interesting. Because... I don't know, I was kind of like, it took me really long to get into Game of Thrones when it first came out. Uh -huh. And then I, I got into it. I think it was better when Game of Thrones was a Sky Atlantic HBO thing. Okay. And like people had to come to your house and sit and watch it together. Now yeah. it's, a, now it's an, an HBO Amazon Sky. Prime. No, it's not. It's an HBO oh, it's, Sky Atlantic thing. Oh, I thought it was. All right, never mind that. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Lord of the Rings it's Amazon Lord, Lord of the Rings is Amazon but um, I don't know I was just like so burnt by the ending of Season Game of Thrones yeah. that I was just like I just can't be bothered going back into this whole thing and in comparison to Lord of the Rings I've got other than the fact that The Hobbit was crap I've got huge uh, love for the story and for the lore and things yeah. whereas Game of Thrones I'm just I, yeah I'm kind so, of over it. I've the first episode is for listeners. The first episode of House of the Dragon is available for free on YouTube. 
courtesy of Sky. Really? Uh, yeah. So you can watch the whole thing on YouTube in 4K for free. Uh, it is excellent. Uh, it's really well written. It's got really great cast. It's set like a few hundred years before Game of Thrones. So everything's totally different. Uh, there's lots of dragons. There's lots of, uh, there's some good fights so far. Uh, lots of, like the politics is really clever. Uh, it's, it's intriguing. It's held my attention. Like I'm more invested already in their story, which we'll get into in a second. Mm. Uh, but I'm really invested in, I don't have now TV, but I'll probably get this. You can get like little subscription packs for shows. So we might get oh, the right, House nice. of the Dragon show pack, essentially. Uh, but I'm going to wait till there are a couple more episodes in so we can kind of catch up and then, you know, binge it a little bit. Mm. Uh, but it was really good. Uh, the opening kind of, they pay tribute to Game of Thrones without it being too heavy handed. Uh and you start to hear names and stuff. Whereas they're not the same people though, which is kind of something slightly different to- What do you mean? Like the actors are different? No, as it, well, no one's alive. It's 200 years before. So everyone's totally different because nobody in that universe is like a real, they're not like elves and stuff that live like 3000 years. Mm, yeah. So there's some of the characters don't have, none of the characters have transferred across. They're all brand new. Uh, so that so, works really well. But what do you mean by they're all different? Uh, just different, uh, like their name, you hear the names, but obviously it's yeah. completely different people. So you've heard Baratheon, you've heard Stark, you've heard Lannister. Oh, so the families are but still all, there. The families are the same, but it's completely right. different people and they all act completely differently right. uh, to how you would expect. Uh, I think, and there's also a couple other names, that, uh, big family names that weren't mentioned in Game of Thrones, which makes you wonder what, what happens to them uh, going forward. Yeah. Um, that's quite good. So that's kind of cool. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's really cool. I think it's, there's like, obviously all the, and the, the money, you tell they've put a bit of care and attention into it and there's definitely uh, some money been spent on like more dragons. Yeah. I heard there was, oh, I heard there was a, a bit of a disappointment in some CGI for the dragon or something, or there was a mistake in episode oh, one. Probably. People, yeah. I don't know what it was, but. People were like, probably, oh. but these are the things, these things can happen. Uh, yeah. But it's not the end of the I mean, world, I'm I not, I'm, some of the CGI and Rings of Power, I'm not happy with. No. <laughs> like, I'm I, like, I didn't, this got through. <laughs> the big key is that their use of CGI is very limited, is, seems to be quite limited. Uh, the rest of it is a lot of hand built sets, and you can, that obviously transfers really well to mm -hmm. um, viewing it uh, like all these things. Uh, yeah. when it's done for real it just looks so much better uh, but no it's good I, I quite enjoy House of Dragon it's interesting comparing it to Rings of Power which is the other one mm -hmm. uh, that came which out which I have uh, been loving and also couldn't care less about other things it's a very uh, weird thing that they've done um, I'll just go off on a little tangent on a go little for it. rant go for it tell us your thoughts before I tell you, before, yeah, before I tell my, you what my, I think about it my thoughts episode one was class Loved episode one, but like we said last week, it was all the trailer. The whole trailer was just episode one. Um, Galadriel's storyline, I'm really, really liking. Obviously, it's called Rings of Power, so this whole storyline is going to be about the Rings of Power and them mm -hmm. being uh, created. And I'm assuming it's being created by Elrond and 
um, uh, the guy in Caleb Moria, Brimbor. the 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 dwarf. Well, it's Caleb Brimborg was one that forged them. Who's the elf that he goes to see yeah, in the city? Yeah, but then and Elrond then, goes to see the dwarf to make to so that they yeah because yeah, they can do it. So I I imagine that that's them making the contraption to make these rings. Um, forge. I, I might be I might forge. All right, you know, whatever. <laughs> We're not in medieval times anymore. Um, <laughs> so that's really cool, and I love that storyline. I also kind of like. Um, I'm starting to like the storyline of the the elf in the Southlands. Mm-hmm. Um, initially, I didn't, but after episode three, <laughs> have you seen episode three? I've seen a bit of it. I didn't manage to catch all of it because I wrote uh, it last night. Okay, but, uh, so episode three changed how I felt about his storyline because the revelation from that was like, oh, fuck, I know where he is now within the map of uh, Middle Earth and things. Oh, right, I know, okay. I know where he is. I know actually what is happening, and what will become. Um, yeah. Galadriel is on this island between Middle Earth and uh, where the elves are from. Yep. Um, which is where uh, basically uh, Aragorn's family bloodline yeah. is from. Which is why it's... Aragorn's like eighty-seven and he looks like yeah. Aragorn. <laughs> um, Numenor. Numenor. Well done, you're better at this than I am. Um, <laughs> I mean, the names and stuff kind of go past me, but I understand what's happening. Like, and I know where things are and what people are and things, but yeah. the names just go by. Like, I, I have no idea who Isildur's dad's called. Like, I just can't remember his name. All right, there you go. <laughs> <clears throat> He's in Lord of the Rings, what, though. But what, yeah, yeah, I know. Him yeah. and Isildur yeah. are. Yeah, in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. They're both like this, as statues. Yeah. Um, and I'm just really enjoying their story. The story I don't like is the Hobbit story. The Hobbit and story. I, every they're called they, Harford story. No, they're not. They're literally a brand of Hobbit because they don't well, have the rights to I the kind Hobbit, of, which is yeah, why they're called Harford. But I kind of like how they how they bypass that. Where oh, yeah, smart. They, yeah. They're an ancestor of the Hobbit before they were called Hobbits. They were just yeah. called Hardfoots. So I'm like, yeah. that makes fair enough. That makes yeah. sense. That's you know. Every, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. That's, that's creative. I don't mind that. Um, I don't know what it is. I just don't. Thing, I just think it really slows the pace down, especially when they choose to to put them in this section of the show. Like Galadriel's finding out some shit about about the sigil, about where um, Morgoth is or where uh, Sauron is, Sauron is, and things like that. And then it goes. Oh, meanwhile, back in the fucking Shire, <laughs> um, and they're they're doing this whole thing where the only thing where it actually got me interested was. I'm pretty sure this guy is Gandalf. I, however, think he's, I think it's Saruman. However, I did listen to a YouTube video the other day and he was like, there's a rumor that it's Saruman. I think it's Saruman. And then also... Because Christopher Lee was huge. This guy's tall as fuck. Yeah, I know, sure but Christopher then... Christopher Lee was tall as fuck. He's got very innocent eyes and his eyes... Yeah, but he killed... His... It was the killing of the... Yeah, anyway. Yeah. I don't think he meant to kill the fireflies. Mm. He looked really sad. <laughs> anyway, yeah. um, uh, where was I? Saruman. Saruman, Saruman yeah. Wizards. So the other thing that they said in this YouTube video was at the start of the Fellowship, um, Galadriel's doing her voiceover. Yeah. And she talks about um, 
The men were giving nine rings, the elves three, the dwarves seven. five, seven. Um, but then she says, but all of them were deceived for mm-hmm. another ring. So, and Was- they call him Sauron the Deceiver. Yeah. So there's a lot of characters in this show now where this, whatever this YouTube guy was, is saying Sauron could be anyone, but uh-huh. we just don't know it yet. Sauron could be this old wizard man. I hope he's Harfoot. Oh, yeah. He, he, he's Lenny Henry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, or he could be um, this new character that you meet um, if, at the end of this episode that you'll find out later. Yeah. Uh, you don't really meet them. It's like, oh, cliffhanger. Huh. They love a cliffhanger. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> um, or he could be, what else could he have been? I can't, he like speculated a lot of these characters yeah. um, because he is a deceiver and no one knows who Sauron looks like or who he is and things like that or where he's been. Yeah. So um, it's quite cool. I'm, I'm, keen to, I'm keen to keep watching and seeing where it goes because I know where it goes. Yeah, yeah. You know? I'm keen to see how. Yeah. Um, um, and yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'm loving it. If you haven't started watching it yet, get Amazon Prime and watch it. First three episodes out <laughs> now. What do you think? Uh, I like some of it and I, other bits really annoy me. So mm. the Galadriel storyline really annoys me. Oh, really? Yep. Yep. There's a couple of things that really annoy me about it. And this is, so I'm enjoying it kind of overall. I mean, it's always fun. I like these kind of shows, so it's not really a, mm. I, I think one of the, off the top of my head, first of all, at the moment, there's something missing, right? Where if you take the Lord of the Rings and just put that out of the title, it, you know, there's nothing, uh, there's nothing tying it at the moment to Lord of the Rings, really. It doesn't, apart from Sauron and Galadriel, it kind of just feels like there's, some, there's something missing that's really connecting me to all the characters. I'm not really invested like you were when you first watched The Fellowship of the Ring. Like they well, invest he, you in it from get step one. Yeah, but the thing with The Fellowship a, is, it is it is one company. It's one unit. No, you know, and they become the friends. But the, no, the movie itself gets you invested better. So one of the things, for example, with Galadriel, in my opinion, is they keep going, she's the scourge of the orcs. She's the commander of the northern armies. Okay, could you, could you stop telling me that and actually show me her actually being a badass? Because so far I've only seen her do one like semi-badass thing and it was shot absolutely horrifically bad. Oh, this is when uh, she killed the troll. Oh, it was so bad. It was, it was, was shot really so poorly. And really bad. the problem is, is that's supposed to show us that she is a badass. is a badass, but it actually doesn't really do. To me, it didn't really do that. But then we've not really seen her. The only other time that she was shown to be a badass was she kind of like jumped off a boat, and it was kind of like, well, now what are you going to do? Because if that raft hadn't appeared, you'd have been screwed. So because even you're like. Even even her elfish powers aren't going to help her swim the entire way yeah. across I, the I sea. See, I see your point, but at the same time, I kind of like the fact that we've not seen why she's known as a badass because she's I, in this predicament now where she she's like a hostage well, or she's something a, to get you hooked on it. We have to know, like, you can't just keep telling us she's a badass and not 
I, she's not because she doesn't have like there, there's no intimidation or presence or even a but show then, of the sorcery that she's supposed to have because she's actually a magic like she's a sorceress. Yeah, she's not actually. They show you briefly yeah. that in the opening scene mm, with the boat. Uh, li- yeah, but it's the boat. Yeah, it's but she's not, a kid. Yeah, but it's not the badass. She's learning the thing. <laughs> They, no, but they've made basically they've made a badass character, which is cool, and I'm cool with I'm cool with the way her storyline is going. But there's these mistakes where they keep it's basically what we talk about show don't tell all the mm. time, and there's not been enough show of the uh, sort of some badassery to kind yeah. of cement this idea that Galangel is supposed to be this all singing all dancing. Also, I'm very. Also, I can't work out. I'm surprised you haven't mentioned the elves' haircuts yet, because the elves' men's haircuts are just the strangest choice. It's they all look like Steve Harrington from uh, Stranger Things. I never even clocked it. They all look like Steve. Look at the look at their big quiffs. Hold on. They all look like Steve Harrington from Stranger Things. It just seems like a really weird design choice. Uh, I also like the fact that Celebrimborn and Elrond look like they travelled all the way to uh, the dwarfs, uh, Casa Doom, and then they get there and then Elrond's like, right, peace out, I'll be back in two weeks. Celebrimborn's like, so I've just come here for nothing? <laughs> okay, I'll well, just no, leave then. So this is what I think is, uh, is bad about the show, is um, not timeline, but how time passes. Yeah. Because elves don't really age that quickly. Oh yeah, their hair is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it's not super ridiculous. I mean, it's just funny that all the Man, male yeah, elves Elrond, have the same hairstyle. <laughs> Elrond's, Elrond's hair is just Steve Harrington. That's great. Yeah, Elrond's hair is just um, Steve Harrington. Yeah, I think I think the biggest thing that I've struggled with probably is time. Yeah. Um, and how much time has passed? How lo- like how long was Elrond there? Yeah. And was told about this thing. How 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 long has it been since she's been on the boat? How long does the boat take to get to the west? Um, yeah, you know, all this time has passed, but we don't they, really they know how much established, time. Yeah, they, they haven't established. At least in Game of Thrones, they established how long it takes to get from X to yeah X. Really like, at least they, it was like King's Landing to ride. Winterfell. Yeah, yeah. When they arrived in the in the first episode, the king arrives. And he says, "Oh, it's been X yeah. to get here." And you kind of go, right, okay, so that's that. And that kind of just sets a baseline for everything else. The one thing, so I've said things I didn't like so far, but what I have liked is it is very pretty. I think some of the CGI is a bit weird, but it's 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 yeah. a good looking show. The music's great. I'm really enjoying, I enjoyed the dwarves. Phenomenal. I thought the dwarves were really, I thought Casa Doom was really cool. I thought the dwarves mm. were really well done. Uh, I thought, uh, I really enjoyed, ironically, I really enjoyed the, Sylvan Elf, whose name I can't remember, who is the guard down in the Southlands, uh, whose name I can't remember. The the elf uh, that's attracted to the human. Yes. Yeah. His storyline, I actually quite enjoyed it. I enjoyed this idea that they've been watching the South for ages and actually they're quite bitter about it because they've kind of just been overseeing this land and doing bugger all for 300 years. I can imagine that would be quite boring. Yeah. Uh, and I really enjoyed the, his, the sort of horror aspect of him going through the tunnels. Once again, the fight with the, the orc in the hut... Uh, that was pretty creepy. It was creepy, but it was also not well. I, I don't think it was well done, but I thought it was quite. I thought it was quite clever, and I, I like the fact the orc was real, and I think that that mm. adds everything to it. Uh, and I thought that uh, it kind of showed the panic of it, which I quite liked. 
and I really enjoyed, yeah, his, that storyline I'm actually really, I kind of got attached to from the start. It's a little bit Stranger Things-esque where he basically found the cow and the cow releases the black goo and he kind of goes, hmm, this is exactly, like I said, between the Steve Harrington hair and then the Stranger Things plot with the, hmm, I need to go track this evil down. It was kind of, hmm. <laughs> I swear yeah, they're it, just copying Stranger Things season one. This this I don't know how much you've watched of the last episode, but it kind of changes from that very quickly. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. Uh, um, but the, I mean, after this episode, I've started to really enjoy his storyline. I mean, this is the yeah. other thing about the show is, and it's very Game of Thronesy as well, and very Lord of the Rings when I first got into Lord of the Rings. I don't know his name. No, don't know his name. I can't remember his name. Can't remember, can't his, remember name. his name, actually, at all. Um, I mean, they've said it a couple of times, but... What I will say is some some of the CGI in this episode is... Very noticeable. reminiscent, noticeable, very reminiscent of The Hobbit. Oh, um, no. And in, in particular with his storyline, um, the elves do some, he meets up with some other elves in the titles, nice. but the elves do some CGI, we're weightless running and jumping, you know, like elves don't weigh anything. Oh, yeah. And remember how Legolas like jumped over all the falling bridge? Oh no, yeah. that's a yeah, that's that's not a so I thought, some, that was kinda cool but also not cool. Yeah, there is there's some of that that happens and when it did happen I went, ah. Oh. <laughs> um and then there's a a warg. A warg shows up. Oh yeah. And the CGI in the warg is really bad. Um, but this is kind of my point about the the whole earning. Not, like, not that it's bad, earn, it's just yeah. sorry. Bad's a wrong word because the CGI is noticeable. Just it's, noticeable. It's noticeably different to the movie. Right, okay. From the yeah. warg that we saw in uh, Two Towers. Yeah. Um, it's it's a different species or a different animal? It'll be a different species. Years been years and years, so yeah, I would imagine yeah. it could be a different species. But, uh, but it looks very cartoony in my opinion. Yeah, I, kind, I think kind of looks is... like It looks like um, a CGI version of the cartoon version yeah. of the Lion King's hyenas. Right, okay, I get you. Like big old Disney eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just an interesting, it's an interesting, I'm intrigued to see where it goes. It's not that I'm not enjoying it. I think I'll be intrigued to see how, obviously we've got more episodes to go, but yeah. there are just these things where it's kind of annoying. But like you say, once, if they go to Numenor, we can actually see these characters actually, because I've seen like there's a preview trailer of the rest of the season. So, oh, like, all these things, the ship could course correct Yes. Uh, on the things that I'm not particularly enjoying. Uh, but at the same time, some of the other things might fall off a cliff. I also am not a big fan yeah. of the... There's definitely some J.J. Abrams bad robot-style uh, thing where they open the chest at the end of the first episode or second episode, uh, and it's like this light's shining from the box, and it's clearly the Silmarils that they've obviously nicked from somebody. Uh, I was thinking in my head that it was that um, that stone in the Hobbit that it could be that, but I don't yeah. think that was there. I think that was Erebor, not Khazad Doom. So I think that that different, is different, different, mountain. different mountains. Yeah, I think that that's. Uh, I think that's just maybe one or two, like it could be fragments of Silmaril. I'm not too sure. Yeah, because uh, who was also that that to had move. the stone? It was. Um, yeah. Sons of Durin. Yeah. Wait, was I, he I not Durin? That was Durin. Yeah. yeah. And they were like Durin's named a lot in the other things. So mm. I just think that 
Post it. There was a the one thing they need to kind of work out is if you go back to Lord of the Rings, they mention the Rings of Power in the Lord of the Rings, right? But they don't actually talk about them for the rest of the book, right? Yeah, so they, they mention them about at the one. start and they talk about one. The this show kind of for being called the Rings of Power, they didn't need to kind of be secretive about the Rings of Power because they kind of like, oh well, we're going to build this forge because I have this plan to make this thing. It's kind of, we already know it's going to be the Rings of Power. It's the freaking show title. Like, you don't need to be so secretive about it. Like, yeah. I get the characters being secretive, but the writing-wise, you don't. You can just be out there and then we can kind of be invested because we're kind of going, oh, right, he is going to make the Rings of Power. Excellent, now I'm invested because I know what comes next. Yeah. Uh, I'm yeah. looking forward it, to... I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to when that happens. The thing about a TV show, and I don't know how many episodes there are in this. Eight. Eight. Okay, we're three down. Eight, because we're three down. Eight, because somebody pointed out that we were a quarter of the way through and we still haven't actually had the like all the plot set up. Yeah. I, I imagine season one is the plot set up. <laughs> season one's just going to be set up. Yeah, uh, because, because at the end of... So like certain time, certain storylines, and I imagine they're all, they'll all meet up at one point. Some of them um, will, yeah. Certain storylines, like Galadriel's one, seems to really start to kick off now. But then I can mm. totally see next week being her about to kick it off. Hopefully. You know? Yeah. No, no, no. But I mean, like, the end of the episode is like, fuck, here we go. Things are about to go. And then this uh, next week is going to be, she's preparing for things to go. Because she knows it's about to go, so she's getting ready for it to go. And I'm like, and then I hope they don't just kind of get keep getting ready to. Go. That's just what I mean. Stop trying to like. Let's see some a little bit more action from yeah. these badass people, so we can establish who actually is a uh, a badass. Who is a who, who? Who can we root for? Like, how do we know? Yeah. Like all these. What's things? interesting? What's interesting is the guy we met on the boat, and we found yeah. out who he is. Uh huh. Um. And it's it's not really a spoiler, um, because they say in the Southlands that there is no king, uh-huh. um, but in the Rings of Power, nine were given to the kings of men. Yeah. So there must be nine kings. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Some, well, somewhere. Well, yeah, some form of... Uh, it must be but, the kings of men. So yeah, I'm not really sure. There must be nine regions. Unless it's one king and his... You know, his... King of men... You know? Yeah, nice the round table. Who knows? Yeah. Oh, intriguing. Intriguing. Yes. Not, uh, so, yeah, like I said, and those nine, and those nine, watch it. Those nine men become the ringwraiths. So yeah. it's quite cool to maybe see the origin of a ringwraith. They, they must be in the Numenor, maybe. Who knows? And Galadriel talks about the Night King, the Witch King, being really? the worst. Yeah. But also, she says it almost like a personal experience. So who did let's, she just meet? Let's see some of these. Yeah. Let's see some of these personal experiences then. Exactly. Um, so yeah, uh, let's move on from there, shall we? Moving on to the next topic, of course, we have to talk about a uh, one practically a once in a lifetime concert that happened uh, recently. Uh, mm. uh, the of course, you know, once in a lifetime, lots of great songs played. We're of course talking about the uh, South Park twenty fifth anniversary concert. You said uh, of a that bitch. <laughs> You absolute <laughs> son of a bitch. 
I was actually uh, like, fuck, he's so he's doing this really well here. <laughs> <laughs> With such great songs as uh, Kyle's Mom and uh, America, fuck yeah, and the Yelper special. Uh, I forgot and, that uh, happened. <laughs> As soon as I saw what you wrote, I kind of went, oh, no, I can tee this up. <laughs> Sorry oh. about that. <laughs> uh, yes, Let me that take happened. a step back. Uh, I'm uh, quite emotional right now. Back. Take a step back for a second. Uh, <laughs> there was, um, so there was that. Uh, so that did happen. Uh, <laughs> that did happen. Excellent. I would advise people to watch that if they haven't seen it, if they're interested. Uh, it was very funny. Uh, <laughs> I'm worth a little watch. Roy's <laughs> in shambles right now. Uh, but another concert did happen. Uh, I w- once again, probably. A, once in a lifetime. A very, a once in a, well, you know, yeah, a very emotional once in a lifetime concert, uh, which was the Taylor Hawkins uh, tribute concert, who was the drummer for the Foo Fighters, uh, who tragically died not that long ago. Uh, March. Earlier in this, Mar- I was going to say earlier this year. Uh, and obviously they had a tribute concert to him. I'm not sure where it was displayed. Probably something, was it just online only or was it like no, displayed it was, other it places was, like MTV or something? Or? It was MTV YouTube was completely MTV streamed YouTube. live. Mm-hmm. Um, it was also on uh, like Peacock or and, yeah. and like one of those American uh, ones. But the only, the only place you could see it in the UK, I think was MTV YouTube. MTV YouTube, um, yeah. or you could be there because it was at Wembley. Oh, was at Wembley? Oh, was it here? I didn't realize it was. Uh, I didn't realize mm-hmm. it was here. Uh, well, that's cool. Uh, and yeah, they gave they give from what I've seen of it. I've not watched the whole thing, but they gave one hell. Of, I'm sure you probably have watched all of it, Roy. But they gave one hell of a performance. I think if you're into the Foo Fighters, it's probably worth watching uh, if you like their music. It wouldn't surprise me if they release it. it. Sounds bad, but it wouldn't surprise me if they release it as like a live album or something. Uh, yeah, because they they've, gave a good. They've, I think they've released it as a stream. Oh, as a stream. Um, okay. So you can rewatch the whole thing. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was it was yeah. it was insane. I mean, yeah. personally, Taylor Hawkins was a huge inspiration for me um, as a drummer. When I used to be a drummer, um, I I still kind of regard myself as a drummer, but without the drums, I don't really drum anymore. Just, um, just drum wherever I can. Drum wherever I can, and it was basically like the best lineup that you've ever thought of. Let me just rattle off um, the actual lineup. So, whilst you're looking that up, shout out to Taylor Hawkins' son. Oh, Shane Hawkins. Yeah, Shane Hawkins. He he, that that was that was absolutely killed. That's a that's a that's a pro gamer move. uh, Yeah, fair fair play uh, Um, to him. But um, listener of. Listener of the pod, friend of the pod, Andrew Clark, Clarky, he was there. Yeah. He was at Wembley. Um, You're a bit jealous of that. <laughs> bit, bit jealous jelly. of that. We I, uh, I would have loved to have got a ticket. I, I was up in the morning that the tickets went for sale and I didn't manage to get one. So um, I hope Clarky looked like he had a great time. But let me just rattle off the list. Oh. <laughs> Tell like you said that with no bitterness. Yeah, I know. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Son of um, a bitch. Kicked off with Liam Gallagher sang a couple songs. Uh, Josh Homie from um, Them Crooked Vultures. Uh, them Crooked Vultures? Yeah. And yeah. Um, Queens of the Stone Age. Sorry, that took me a while. Yeah. Uh, Niall Rogers, uh, Chevy Metal and the Coattail Riders, which was Taylor Hawkins' bands outside of the Foo Fighters. Um, Kesha, which we don't need to worry about. She was really weird. <laughs> that was a weird one. Um, Justin Hawkins came on from the darkness. Um, we'll... Wolfgang Van Halen 
Van Halen's son nice. came on Van and Halen. absolutely shredded on guitar. Um, as, as, as this is the way. This is the way. <laughs> this is the uh, way. They just did a bunch of Van Halen covers. Uh, Violet Grohl, Dave Grohl's daughter, came on stage and sang a Jeff Buckley song, nice. uh, which was very cool. Uh, Supergrass played for a couple songs. Them Crooked Vultures played. The Pretenders with Dave Grohl played. The James Gang, who was a huge inspiration to Taylor Hawkins. The James oh, Gang right, was yeah. a, the James Gang. If you've not heard of them, are a band. Um, so the Eagles guitarist Joe Walsh, yep. did his own thing, but then also yeah. made a three-piece funk band called the James Gang. All um, oh, right, okay. So Joe Walsh was on stage, which is like huge for me, anyway. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, he's he's a big he's a, a big in the like he's a old, he's like an, an old original, school rocker, yeah. old school rock and roll. Yeah, he's he was in the Eagles. The <laughs> yeah. Um, so James Gang played, Violet Grohl came back on, Brian Johnson from ACDC came out and played some ACDC tunes. Um, wow. Stuart Copland, who's the drummer for The Police, he came out with the Foo Fighters and played drums and they played a bunch of police covers. Nice. Um, wow, this is, this is quite, a, man, quite a lineup. I'm not even finished yet. The, the, <laughs> the, the remaining members of Rush, I don't know who's dead or who's alive. <laughs> uh, can, can we just stop for two seconds? How amazing is it, right? How you would never put money on this that Ozzy Osbourne outlived Queen Elizabeth II. Like, this, is yeah, he just, no. Kat thinks he's just pickled. Like, is he just, is he just done so many drugs? That he's, he's meant to be, he's pickled. meant, he's meant like, to be doing a gig recent, uh, soon, I think. <laughs> what? Um, like, how are Motley Crue still alive as well after all the shit they've pulled? Not even Motley Crue, just. Nikki Six, how is he Six. still alive? How is Nikki Six still alive? Um, yeah, I was like, you never, never thought I'd see that happen. Well, I know. Uh, but Maybe, moving on, but yeah, I mean, but this is the thing. Like, I was. It's kind of really. Anyway, I'll finish this first. Rush played with the with Dave Grohl, um, Brian May and Roger Taylor from Queen came on stage with the Foo Fighters, and they without played, Adam we, Lambert, I hope. Without Adam Lambert, yeah, no, no, he's instead the person of, that sings. Yeah, so instead of Abba Lambert, they, they brought in um, Sam Ryder. Oh, okay. That's which was actually a really good choice. Hard uh, work, yeah. Um, and Somebody to Love, which is a song that Taylor would cover at Foo Fighters gigs. Because he, yeah, okay. he, him and Dave would swap roles and Dave would yeah, go on so the I drums. Knew that was, I knew that was a thing, yeah. Um, and then Brian May, this was probably a highlight of the, of the evening. Brian May sat down and did an acoustic cover of Love of My Life, which was... Uh, um, Freddie Mercury song. Oh right, okay. Usually played on piano. Um, but did it acoustic guitar. He, nice. he did it on acoustic guitar and sang it himself. And he asked everyone to either open up a lighter or open up their phones. And if you just look up on Google "Love of My Life" Taylor Hawkins tribute, they've got like the image of his tattoo. I have his tattoo on my right arm, but they have an image of his tattoo on the big screen, and then it's darkness and it's just it looks like stars and it's such a nice little like visual for that evening. Images. Um, it was, it looks so cool. Oh yeah. yeah I see it now. And, um, after that, the Foo Fighters basically came on and did a Foo Fighters set times like these all my life, the pretender monkey wrench, learn to fly these days, best of the, you. Oh, darling. The oh, classics, no, the classics. Um, but they did it with different drummers, which was cool. Cause obviously they, they don't have one. Um, so Josh Freeze came on and he did the first two. Travis Barker from Blink-182 oh, came Josh on. Oh, Travis Barker. Yeah. I know that um, name. I know that name. You know I get that, that reference. 
Uh, Nandy Bushel, she's like the nine year old that challenged Dave Grohl to a drum off on like TikTok or something. She's like, right. I, I don't know if anyone else knows <laughs> who she is, but she no. was quite famous on my Instagram because I watch a lot of drummers. And she's the way just you said like, that make it sound like she got famous off your quite famous on my Instagram, on my Instagram. and I'm on your Instagram. I'm like, what? <laughs> no, she um, she got super famous With your by 10 doing. Followers. She got super famous by doing. Uh, I think uh, it smells like Teen Spirit. But she like, she's nine and she wasn't playing it amazingly, but she was playing it with like energy and she was fucking loving it. Giving a go. And then Dave Grohl obviously saw it and now she's super famous. Um, so she played, nice. learn to, she played drums on Learn to Fly. And then Roger Taylor's son, Rufus Taylor. Um, who oh, is, nepotism on display here. So Roger Taylor's the drummer for Queen. Right. So his son, Rufus, came on and he played the last two songs, including Best of You. Um, and then Paul McCartney, of all people, came on stage. Oh, and they, oh no, he's pals with Dave Grohl, though. So. Yeah, him and Dave are really big mates. Yeah. And Paul McCartney played on the last Foos record. Um, ah, right. And they played Oh Darling, which is a Beatles cover. And they also played Helter Skelter. Um, and then Paul McCartney fucked off. Uh, Excellent. And then um, they played Aurora, which um, was the pen, uh, not the penultimate song. Penultimate song was Shane Hawkins, but... Aurora is known as Taylor's favorite song to play as the Foo Fighters. And it was the first right, song okay. that first song he felt that he played on that sort of solidified his role as the drummer. As a drummer. Um, oh, that's cool. So they played that and then Shane Hawkins came on and they played and My Hero. My Hero. And, and the crowd went wild. Absolutely crushed it. Oh. Um, it sounds it sounds like a good show, actually. It sounds like like I said, it sounds it would probably make an excellent uh DVD. <laughs> it probably would make an excellent DVD. Uh, we'd have made an excellent uh, Alt-White live album almost. Yeah. Covers I mean, I wouldn't something. be surprised if they bring one out. Um, they're going to do a second one. Um, so oh, they did, I see. That's, I don't know how that's going well, to work, is the, though. This is, so this is the thing. Like, the first one was really, really good because it was the first one. You know, and there's emotion yeah. in there and everyone's like, yeah. fuck, man, like, he's dead. We're doing this whole thing for him. Um, but because it was in Wembley, they decided Taylor's from LA. So, well, he's not, he lived in LA. Um, they're going to do another one on the 27th of September. Um, is that the SoFi Stadium? By in Los Angeles. I don't know where. Where is it? Out of curiosity. Is it that new SoFi Stadium or? Anyway, uh, so you, it was, uh, sure you feel like it was a fitting send off. It was a really cool send off and super cool. emotional. Like, right. The, the intro when Dave came on and introduced everyone and like, we're, he basically said it like a funeral. He was like, we're gathered here today, uh, you know, to celebrate. The and forum. Super emotional. When, when the Foo Fighters came on to start their set, they played times like these and he did an acoustic start to the song uh, um, and he broke down. Dave broke down and like uh, fought his way into trying to get into the sort of rock and roll part of the song so that he could go and sort of cry into his hair or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was awesome. I, I really, cool. really enjoyed it. I want to watch it again. Uh, and I'm glad I have a tribute to him on my body. He's my favorite drummer. Ah. He will always be my favorite drummer. Um, nice. And it's kind of, yeah, it was good. It was good. It was nice. Nice. I don't want to get nice. too emotional on the pod. But yeah. Yeah, so I was thinking, before, before Roy starts greeting, uh, we'll move e on. Yeah, before I start crying, Xbox have a new controller. 
What a what a great segue. Into what, something that is not really that interesting at all. Uh, yeah, cool. Yeah. Okay. Next topic. What is? Well, I wanted to talk to you about this because Xbox have revealed a new controller. Plus, you can customize the comp- the Excellent. whole thing, which, in my knowledge, that's only ever been possible through a third party, right? Yeah, I think there's been. This is a very modular design. I'm not. I've not really had too much of a look at it, but it would appear that uh, you can sort change bits in and out. You used to. You could do some things with the old elite. You could always take like the joysticks out, right? You could take the thumbsticks, like the top thumbs, change the pads on the thumbsticks, but. That's, that's definitely new. Uh, need to look some more into it. I'm not really sure. Yeah. But it also the... seems like Xbox would always just go, you got a white controller or a black controller or a limited edition controller that we bring out to uh, do with games and things. Yeah, I mean, you can get, you can now go on the Microsoft website and make your own, like make your own. Uh, no, but that's what I mean. Well. Like that's what they're sort of pushing more on is well, customizing them. So yeah, they had buy. that for a while with the Xbox One where you could, you could go to the Xbox Design Lab and make yeah. your own. Uh, Xbox and make your own Xbox controller with colors, just colors. Whereas now they've kind of added this thing seems to have extra uh, bits. Yeah, if that makes sense. Uh, I don't really know. Like, I, I don't know what the market is for that because you can do just as well. Because hardcore, hardcore, hardcore gamers might buy it, but that's not your whole market. Yeah. you can do just as well with a regular controller. Yeah. If I wanted a custom, if I wanted one of those, I don't really like the color. I'd probably buy a custom controller if I wanted a kind of a decent controller. Mm. I like a colored one that like, makes the color, whatever color you want it. I'm just, if I want a new controller, I usually just go on Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm not really sure who that's for. Uh, yeah. But I just hey think oh. it's for like um, Twitch streamers, you know? Yeah. Oh, look, I got Elite it in, I got it in That's Class Blue in yellow. Six you know? ind- differently shaped sticks, two D-pads, two types of paddles. They must have paddles on the back as well. Oh, instead of, yeah, they call them paddles, do they? They have like paddles on the inside that you can use as extra, you can like do key binds on oh, certain Oh, like games. here? Yeah, like on the inside of the, like here, they say to the here, listeners. Here, yeah, listeners. For if, you're holding, if you're holding a game controller in two hands, it'd be like for your middle fingers and your yeah. ring fingers. Would be. Oh man, Lucy, um, speaking of, when we were... Uh, house bits shopping yesterday yeah. I was looking at couches and every time I would sit on a couch uh, for for audio listeners I would sit on the couch and I'd put my hands out in front of me as yeah. if I'm holding a, a gaming controller <laughs> and I'd just go and move my thumbs around and she's like what are you doing? and I'm like well I'm playing just my checking. game I'm just checking to see how it would be to play my game. She was like, this is the saddest thing. Did you also do the sit back and then did you also try a sit forward for when things get tense? So what I did was, audio (laughs) listeners, just if you're on Spotify, (laughs) if you're on Spotify, just open your Spotify, you'll see it. If you're not, go on YouTube. Couches have very specific things that we need to address when you're looking for a couch. I did this. I'll show you what I did. I'm also looking for a couch, so I completely agree with you. Yes. What I did was I sat down on the couch and I went like this. I went, (sighs) and I leant back and I went, Relax. And I was right next to the arm as well. And I was like. <laughs> and then I did this. Yeah, that's, that's a comfy couch. And she's like, what are you doing? <laughs> so that's how I buy couches. Anyway. Um, I, think, I think that is how you buy couches nowadays. <laughs> you get to, wait, if, if you were buying one for you like to sit on the couch lengthways, it was just yourself. That's how you would sit on it. Because otherwise, you're never going to do it. You'd pop those shoes off and you'd lie pop in the shop. Pop those shoes off and have a sit in the shop, yeah. 
no, we're also but, in the market for a couch, so I will remember to yeah. uh, send the, the position. Send me a picture and I'll put it on the on the gram. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put my one on the gram actually. I'll show you there guys. There are two there are two there are two moments where if you're shopping for a couch, these need to be checked. One is the sit forward. Yes. The intense sit forward and the relaxed sit back. Yeah. If um if you guys follow us on Instagram, I'll put it, I'll put the picture of me because Lucy took a picture of it because she couldn't believe it, uh, of me pretending to play a video game while sitting on a couch. <laughs> um, but in a completely uh, similar topic uh, to Xbox revealing a new controller, similar topic but also laughable is PlayStation were also in the news that they've changed their design and everyone was like, oh, they've changed the design of the PS5. They've not. They've changed the design of the internals of the PS5. <laughs> the PS5 Why? still looks Why the same. Why tell us that? We don't need to know <laughs> this. Nobody <laughs> needs to know this. This is um, non-news. This is non-news. But what's also non-news, which is very relatable to this, is the fact that there was another Apple event and guess what? Everything is slightly different but slightly also different, kind of the but same. also ludicrously expensive. <laughs> yeah. Ludicrously expensive, slightly different, also kind of the same. Also and kind of same, but different, but still same. And I'll share this on our Instagram as well. One of my friends in, uh, who lives in Ireland, his name is Dylan Osborne. Um, he's, a, he's like a content creator. He, he, not a uh -huh. content creator for himself, really, but also like he does a lot for other companies. Uh -huh. um, he made his own version of the Apple event but incorporated the Teletubbies because he was like, how is this not like watching the Teletubbies? And when you watch his edit and then you watch the Apple event, you're like, oh, he didn't actually oh, yeah. change much. <laughs> he just added Teletubbies. <laughs> did, did you ever see the Onion thing years ago about the, the new MacBook uh, click wheel? Uh, it was like a fake, it was a fake video and... It says the, the new Apple product, they're really excited about it. And it was basically an app, like a MacBook that they'd put a sticker over the top that was like an old iPod click wheel. So you couldn't, <laughs> you couldn't actually, there was no mouse or anything. It was just yeah. the click wheel. Just so the click type wheel. Out, to use the keyboard, you had to like, A, a <laughs> click B. And there were all, all these, they used all these fans and they got really excited for it. And they're kind of going, oh yeah, it's going to be really exciting. Yeah, I can't wait to like look at my emails and, you know, it's going to take me about, it's going to take me a hundred plus hours to write an email, but it will be totally worth it to have a new piece of tech. It's so shiny. It's so shiny <laughs> and new. I saw a meme of, um, it's like an old guy at Christmas and he's wearing this checkered, <laughs> this red checkered shirt. Well. And it's like me when I come back from the Apple event getting the new iPhone 14 <laughs> yeah, and it's the same shirt. The same shirt. <laughs> Apple have I mean, cut, struck upon a business model that is just outstanding. It's a shame, isn't it? Because when Jobs was alive, you felt like Apple really pushed the boat out. You know, people were making MP3 players that had a USB on the end. Yeah. And then, the and then Apple that, brought out the iPod. Yeah, the first, the first iPod and things like that. And then it yeah. all just kind of died. A, yeah, uh, now they've kind of gone, cool, it's a smartphone and it's an iPad and it's a laptop and it's a computer. Yeah. I, think, I think they've reached this there's, there's probably a limit to what people are willing to have on them in terms of like uh ipad like ipads and phones and stuff yeah and then also technology they've probably just reached this limit where we just need to have this next step up in like the foldable smartphones is a clever idea by samsung yeah, yeah. but 
it's not it's like the first generation so we're not quite there yet with it so but that's the sort of thing apple should really be that's the sort of thing apple would have looked at see can we make it smaller but also expand or something yeah. like that uh that's the sort of thing you would expect them to invest some money in and see if they could do it. Maybe they are, but uh, it just, like you say, it seems seems strange. Uh, Very strange. But anyway, I didn't watch anyway. that, but uh, would you like to go into some trailers? Trailer time? Um, I think we'll do we'll do our little segment before trailers. Of you want to do a little bit what, before? What, what you've been watching? What you've been We're watching? trying to figure out what this segment's going to be called because it's what are we watching or what are we recommending? or What have you been doing? We need like a, we need a segment <laughs> for it. A segment you know, like, for it, Because yeah. trailer time is like is cool. a segment, yeah. You know, what are we watching? Doesn't sound great. So we need no. to uh, figure that out, but wow, that's wow, irrelevant yeah. relevant for you listening. Um, yeah. I'll kick it off. I uh, Very late to the game, this has been out for a while, The Long Way Up, which is the third installment that, of Ewan McGregor and Charlie Berman doing a, yeah. a road trip on motorcycles. Yeah. Holy Good. crap. Enjoyed Incredible. It. Incredible. Because even if you don't care about motorcycles, it's just a road trip documentary and it's a... It's a like nature documentary and it's an environmental documentary and it's it's a travel documentary. Mm. And this time on the long way so the long way round, if you're not aware of it, was when they started in London on these BMW adventure bikes and they went the long way round the world to New York. So they yes. went east, east to New yes. York. Um and then they did another one. That was in 2004. It was and Long Way Down, and that was Long Way Up. Another one after that was The Long Way Down, which was John O'Groats to Cape Town, yeah. um, which was also great. I think they also did that in the same... The, the, the modern versions of the BMWs they did in 2004, yeah. whereas The Long Way Up, they're going from Chile to Los Angeles, and they're doing it in electric Harley-Davidson's. And oh. I, in 2022... That's the thing. I've seen these electric Harley Davidsons. They're incredible. They're stupidly fast. They make no sound, which is very weird for a Harley. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but what I didn't know was they filmed this in 2019, so post um, COVID. And uh, wait, 2019 Harley- pre COVID. Sorry, pre COVID. And these Harley Davidsons were only in pre production. So they're all concepts and they're all like just tests. Mm. So. Harley have brought out this electric bike that is a sports bike. Uh-huh. And Ewan McGregor and Charlie Berman basically said, can you make this bike? An adventure bike. An, an, an adventure version. Adventure bike. Genuinely. And they did. And, and it was completely, what they were doing was basically saying, can it be done from Chile to L.A.? on electric bikes where everyone's worrying about charging and things like that. And that yeah. being said, the first four days when you're not used to charging, they got, they fucked up like Fixed very up. quickly. Like, and then all of a sudden the last five episodes, you don't really, they don't really talk to you about charging because they've kind of nailed it. Um, and what's really cool is they partnered with this company that do charging points, like little charging points, but they're like mm-hmm. two hours and it's full like a quick okay, charge cool. and yeah. they've left them there. So you can actually follow the route and do it yourself on an electric car or bike. Yeah. Um, 
which I thought was quite cool. So like for the rest of time, they're going to be there. So they've now started to develop. And the way that they were describing it was, you know, like from horse and carriage to a petrol engine car, you know, a combustible engine. The people were going, oh, this is, this uses petrol. Where are we going to get the petrol from next? You know, it kind of felt like that. Yeah. You know, and now, and now, and now we're like, oh, you can just get petrol from any, anywhere, whenever you want. You know, you Mm. don't really think about it. And that's kind of where electricity is going. They think it was just cool. And instead of having, um, Range Rover discos, um, as support vehicles, they got in contact with a car company called Rivian, who are also from America somewhere. Mm Mm-hmm. And they are all-purpose, all-terrain electric vehicles. And they were concepts as well. So like the dashboard of this car was um, like masking tape with stuff written on it. And like like switches and buttons rather than like nice plastic The alien alien ship in Independence Day was covered with the forward, back, left, right. Genuinely. Oh wait, hold on, hold on, this is wrong. Yeah, spin it around. Flip it around. There we go. Um, That's cool. So it's a good show. It was such a cool show. And it kind of got, you know, if you're not into motorcycles, I always have been. uh, And it got me more into them. I'm like, fuck yeah, yeah, I love motorbikes. (laughs) Love it. Love it. Um, Uh, And then also another thing I've been watching is Welcome to Wrexham, which is the Ryan Reynolds, Rob McElhenney. Is that Uh, that basically the same sort of style as uh, All or Nothing Arsenal, All or or Nothing Hard Knocks? No, it's more of a, it's more of a documentary of them first. So they've, they've, they've released the first two or three episodes. So is it just Um, about, it's about why, like who Rob is, who Ryan is, what Wrexham is, uh, the team have been in the national or not in the national league for 14 years, which apparently is the longest anyone's ever been in there. Uh, And it's just such a hard league to get out of. And they're just, planting the seeds of this story of how rough this town has been because of yeah. because of covid and because of um recessions and things and cool and uh rob found Wrexham because he's from philly and when philadelphia won the super bowl like the whole town got together like yeah. like the eagles is philadelphia and it keeps yeah. everyone together and he felt that same thing for the people of Wrexham. Um, it, it's very it's much cool. more along the lines of Sunderland until I die, where it's a bit more. It's about uh, the town. Sunderland. Do you remember Sunderland until I die? Yeah. <laughs> where it was more about the people, the, the fans, and the people. Yeah, because uh, that was when well they got into the else. prime or something, right? It's, no, they got they basically start the show and they were recording the show and then they got relegated. Oh yeah, back uh, out and of then the championship. British, out, and then they got relegated. I don't Damn. know if that was the. They got a they game. I can't remember if that was season two. Basically, I can't remember when they started filming. If it was the prem, and then it was championship, and that or they were, they got relegated, and then there was this was them trying to come back up from the yeah. championship, and then they get relegated at the end of season one. Uh, but the, I get what you mean. So it's more that because unlike the all or nothing, this is not an established club in a way. So you kind of yeah. have to set that story because that is the story. Yeah, I get you. Oh, that's cool. Um, I'm going to give it a shot. It. It's just yeah. I recommend it's on Disney Plus because it's a FX. Uh, Doco, yeah, um, that's because so that's because they're in with FX, so that would make sense. Yeah, always sunny. Always um, sunny's on FX. Yeah, that, that tracks. What I thought was quite funny was the certain things from Wrexham when they changed, like their their um their shirt and things. So it's yeah. Philadelphia Eagles green is their away strip, 
Um, and on the back of their away strip, it says, it's always sunny. <laughs> but it says it's always sunny in. And then there was meant to say Wrexham, but they put a sponsorship deal there. So it says it's always sunny in Expedia. <laughs> Which I thought was quite good. Um, the, uh, what was the thing about them as well? Uh, something I was going to say. Ah, uh, no, it's gone. Whatever it was. Whatever I mean, spo- it was, it's come spoiler, and left. Spoiler for the documentary, they didn't promote, get promoted, so... <laughs> I, no, I do remember what it was. They're still was not in the, the national uh, championship. Uh, Ryan, Re- I saw some of Ryan Reynolds was mo- what they're doing though is really clever because they're you know they are actually trying to get their club up and running. And then of yeah. course they're saying like, well, wait, so we can't stream. We want people to be able to watch like football, this league's football game, so we can get fans. Yeah. Uh, and then they sort of said the national league are like no, and Ryan Reynolds is brought back like like, but or kind of saying, but why? But the classic Ryan Reynolds. But why? So we, we don't just want to stream Rexham games. We want to be able to stream the whole league. What what is what? Why are you so obtuse? So we, I love how they're taking it to the established old boys. Like I yeah. said, the reason nobody gets out of this league is because you guys are idiots. Yeah, uh, yeah, they're coming. That's from, the reason com- nobody gets investing in this league is yeah. because we've invested and now we want to take our business, basically take our business up the way, and you are standing in our way. So, but you're not going to win because we're infinitely better than you. Exactly. Um, and it's quite funny because uh, they do in the documentary, they like show Rob and his son watching a yeah. Wrexham game in their house in LA. And he's like explaining it to his son and stuff. Um, and it's just funny hearing an American try to describe football when you've grown up with it your whole life and you're like, yeah. even he's new to it. He has no idea what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, and one thing that's really funny about the documentary is every time someone says a like a um, colloquial word, either a Welsh word or a British English word, um, it stops and it yeah. has like this Monty Python type thing where it says Welsh English American, um, <laughs> and uh, and it's like say skin, it's so like oh I'm yeah. skin, and then it'll stop and it'll say English skin American. Um, <laughs> poor, you know, That's cool. and then Welsh, and then it'll have the Welsh um, writing, the Welsh language. Yeah, the Welsh wow. Um I find that really cool. That's very nice That's to, cool. to do that. It's That's a cool good touch. documentary. I'm looking forward to seeing the rest. Nice, nice. Yeah. It does sound fun. Sounds good. Sounds like they're doing a good thing. Yeah. Uh, Shall we times. move on? Uh, we've talked yeah. about two of the things that you've watched. You've also watched the finale of Only Murders, Only Murders in, the in the Building, which is one of the best shows on, probably one of the best shows on telly. Uh, really? That you can watch. Only Murders in the Building? Oh, 100%. I need to get back uh, into it because I don't think I passed season one. It's only season two is just finished. Uh, yeah. But season one was fantastic. Season two is good. Not as good as season one, but I would still recommend it. Uh, Question. Go for it. Since this is season two, I take it they don't solve the murder of season one. Uh, no, they, they, the season one or is a season one is murder? it's a di- it, it, if you watch the end of season one, you know what happens at the start of season two. Ah, okay. uh, they they do a they do this thing where well, it seems to be a thing they're doing where the end of the season actually sets up the next season. Cool. Uh, in a way, so the, actually the start of season one, the very start of season one is actually the end of season one that makes sense so they, mm-hmm. it comes full circle and then the start of, end of season one is actually the start straight into season two uh 
and then the end of season two. So there seems to be a bit of a time jump from the end of at the end of season two. That's going to be start of season three. But I think we're going to have like a season three is going to be like a flashback leading up to that again. Mm, okay. Uh, so that'll be it, it, yeah, and uh, yeah, there's a special guest cameo at the end of season two, which is fun, and you can tell that they're having a good laugh. And I wonder if they're going to change. They might change. A hint to people that haven't seen it, I think they might be changing, they might change the name of the show, uh, depending on if that'd be, I think it'd be really cool if they, well, no, it's only murders in the building, but what happens at the end of the Because that's the name of their podcast, right? Just the name of the podcast, podcast, yeah. And then the end of season two, something happens and you kind of go, oh, I wonder if they'll change the name building to something else to kind of show that this is a different, because I kind of moved, season two seems, the next thing seems to be, it might move out from the building a little bit. Ah, uh, so it's not, because the building was like a separate character, wasn't it? Yeah, it's kind of its own character, but its own people, <laughs> own, uh, yeah, it's a very interesting, that's the best thing about the show with all the people that lived in these New York buildings. Yeah. Uh, so it'd be, yeah, it's, it's great. I'd recommend it. I don't want to spoil it for anybody. Uh, cool. It was, it was might, good. It was a good finale. Lucy, Lucy's on holiday now for ten days, so I might just go and binge that. Binge that. that. It's good. it's it's a good yeah. It's a good show, and they they make a good laugh at the fact it's their second season. Yeah. Uh, oh, cool. So says, oh, yeah. You can tell it's her second season. <laughs> oh, because the second of, season of the because pod. of the podcast. So yeah. they keep they keep making these meta jokes. So they say, yeah, yeah. They always it always bogs down in the second season. <laughs> I always struggle a little bit. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> yeah, says, We're getting really sharp at this. He says, yeah, you can tell. It's our second season. Nice. And he just keeps walking up. Uh, that's awesome. Oh, that's great. Oh, it's so good. Um, uh, shall, we, shall we go into trailer time? Some quick trailer time? Yeah. Quick, quick trailer time. Um, Eddie added one because when I was uh, making this document for this uh, pod, Eddie posted it like live, like I was on it and you know, oh, Google, Google docs, happened. you can see who's also on it. And I was like, wait, who posted that? And then I looked up at who was online and it was Eddie. So big, big thanks to Eddie for doing this. This came out, this trailer, trailer, trailer one time. came out. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Trailer time. Podcast within a podcast about trailers where I say it's hosted by Eddie, but it's really hosted, it's hosted by, by me. You. And then Duncan and gets really confused. By me. Duncan gets confused and cries in the corner. Um, <laughs> Just Winnie, the, Winnie the Pooh has a new movie out and <laughs> this is already cycled round my family chat and my sister was very upset. <laughs> this this it's, Winnie the it, Pooh movie is called Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey. <laughs> it, it's a horror movie and it looks... But I'm not really a massive fan of horror movies, but I might watch this because it kind of looks kind of funny. It looks like a Sharknado type horror movie. Oh, it's bad. And you, you know what makes me laugh is there's clearly half a shot of Piglet, who obviously looks terrifying. Yeah. Uh, but and they've I'm got really like the pig squeals see, in the background. Yeah, I'm really excited to see if they what they do with Tigger. Uh, if, if there's if Tigger, do, I think oh, from I what they've shown Tigger. in the trailer, it's just Pooh and Piglet. Oh my um, god, can you imagine Tigger? It's just like a guy walking a, on springs. Holy Tigger shit. or rabbit or Eeyore. Owl. 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 Kangaroo. Kangaroo. Oh All my god, can you things. imagine how grim they could make Kangaroo and Roo? Yes. Yeah, that'd be Ugh. grim. Sequels. Like, we, if they're not in this one, it'll be in the sequel. Someone, oh, like grim, like a massive big, what you have is like a massive big fat guy and then you have like a person of small stature jump out his belly. Yeah. I mean, if you want to, if you want to see this trailer, look it up. Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. It's a very low budget horror uh, movie 
Um, yeah. If we you should, want, if you want your live, childhood, we should do a live watch along where we record or record our reactions to it. We'll find a copy and we'll all watch. We'll watch it at the same time. To the movie. To the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Hope, yeah. That's class yeah. watch along of fun, honey. We could do that as like a Patreon exclusive. You know, pay to see it. You know, I'm not doing that for we've free. We've got to. We've got to. Uh, <laughs> we've got to sit in the dark as well. Yeah. Sit in the dark. Watch sit it. In the no dark lights then, on. And then go to bed immediately. <laughs> Leave the door unlocked. Do you get to go through the dark house to lock the front door? Afterwards. And then you have to go to, you can't watch anything else before you go to bed. No, naturally. <laughs> no, no, no phone, yeah. no nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, moving on. Because um, we've only got a few minutes left. <laughs> few minutes. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom Liberty official trailer. Very official nice. teaser. You're excited about this. Yeah. I mean, the game's, re- I still, we've talked about this recently. I still think the game's really good. I think that they've just done another update. Uh, ah, and they're so planning on is. fixing like a, this is so this is the trailer like for the next expansion thing. yeah no no they've done that already they've already done the uh, next gen update this is the like a full blown expansion uh ah, okay to the to the game that's going to add a new place to places to go and new oh, storyline like gta expansion uh, well like a gta an old gta expansion yeah cool uh and yeah i'm really excited for it I, I, it's nice to see they're still giving it love because they're, they're basically going back and fixing a bunch of stuff so the yeah. next update's going to have a change to the vehicle, like in ve- they're adding in-vehicle combat. They're going to be reworking the police system, which they didn't quite get right the first time. Mm. They're adding all the new cyber like, like stuff. They're redoing <laughs> cyberware. So I think they're going to be able to add all, like some people have like in the game have like metal arms and metal legs yeah. and stuff. And you couldn't do that. Uh, and they're basically, fans are kind of moaning about it. And they've, people have modded it in. So they're basically going to go back and, just do it. They've probably yeah. approached the modders and they're just going to go back and strip all that out. And that's before the expansion. So they're doing like patch 1.7 oh, right, patch okay. 1.8 and then they'll do the... Uh, so yeah, remember, it's cool. They're making games, progress with it. Remember when games came out and they were just finished? Remember you could just buy a game, put it on an Xbox and it would just turn on. You'd have to install it. I remember. I remember. I remember when I bought Red Dead uh, and I was living in Edinburgh with Cam and then both of us had PS4s and then we start. I went to um crap, what's the shopping center just down from Leith? Oh. Oh the There's a shopping center in Leith. Yes, I know. Uh, with a, with the Cineworld or whatever. Western Harbor. But anyway, I went there. Oh my it's god, next, that's so annoying. Yeah, it's next near the Asda. Yeah. Um <laughs> here we go. We've got less than a minute of this podcast. <laughs> no, less than a minute of this one. We have to come back quickly. Uh, what the fuck is it? Oh my God. It's not even up here. What is going on? Um, Ocean Terminal. Thanks. Ocean Terminal. So I went oh to Ocean Terminal, God. bought it, put it in the PlayStation, was like, can't wait to play this. And then because of our Wi-Fi in the, in the building, it was like 12 hours or something for it to download to oh before God, you played that's it. horrific. So it was bad. a it was a horrible time. So I basically downloaded it, went to work the next. <laughs> that's okay, always that's, the way. Always the way. This is the way. <laughs> we got way. we got knocked off again, there, listeners. Um, so we're gonna that's go it. straight into our next uh, trailer. Roy's ad living too much. Too much ad living. <laughs> off the off the book. Just day. off the book. Off, off script. The book. Off script. He's gone well off the reservation, sir. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so yes, yeah, the next one. Reason, next one is sorry. What we've we already watched this one. 
this next one. But the first part was a part that has only just been released to the general public, which is why yeah. I put it in there, mainly because it's the trailer's epic, but yeah. this makes it even better. Tom Cruise is just being mental. And he's Tom Cruise just- is single-handedly <laughs> saving modern cinema. <laughs> um, if you've not watched the Dead Reckoning Part 1 uh, trailer, listeners, go and look it up because they've changed it with a different intro. And Tom Cruise is tra- talking to a camera, but he, it looks really windy. And you're like, why is he shouting? And why is it really windy? And he's clearly far away. And the camera pans away and out and, and further back and further back. And he's actually plane. standing on a biplane with a pilot in front of him. And he's just holding onto the wing. And, he, and, then, and then, oh yeah, it's an actual plane. And then in my head, I was like, I know it's Tom Cruise, but that doesn't look quite real. Like and then another look, plane arrives. And then another plane arrives in the background and like, and there's like, we got to shoot Tom, blah, blah, blah. Running like, oh, like, yeah. oh yeah, we're in South Africa over a canyon filming the final part of Mission Impossible. Also check, also, yeah, what was it he says? Oh, he says- I don't uh, know, so I wasn't listening. Got a, so he says, he says, oh, uh, this is a bit I loved. He says, so we're at CinemaCon. As you can see, this is the Dead Reckoning trailer. Once you've done this, we're going to have a special screening of Top Gun Maverick because it was this was before Maverick oh, yeah. came out. And he says, we're going to have a special screen of Top Gun Maverick. He says, as you can see, we're going to finish up a film in Mission Impossible. And then he literally does this salute, right? And he yeah. says, he does a salute and says, see you at the movies. And then yeah. it just bank, the plane banks backwards. And it, all of a sudden, they just bank hard. And he's just holding on. Hard it's left. Hard he's left. Just, he's just, oh. just holding on. He literally doesn't even look like he's tied in. He was no. just standing there and he just goes, all right, let's go. And he's just laughing. He's just laughing yeah. so hard. It's, it's the baller bit is the, the salute and see you at the movies. And see you at just the movies. Fall, yeah. oh, Which is so such cute. an old school move. Like, yeah. see you at the movies. Like very and 50s. Just, yeah. And then just oh. falls backward in the plane back. But anyway, that trailer is excellent. That was <sighs> worth watching again. Yes. I mean, he's uh, an absolute psychopath, but he is saving cinema. <laughs> Everything he's doing, I'm really excited to. Yeah, I, ho- I hope he takes part in the F1 movie that they're planning on making. Uh, oh, nice! Yeah, with the same director, which makes me think it's going to be Tom Cruise is in it. Uh, mm. It'll probably be like Days of Thunder too. Uh, Last trailer. Yeah, it's, yeah. So anyway, if they do the same thing with real stunts, it'd be excellent. Last trailer. I only added this because I thought it was cool. The yeah. final season of Star Trek: Picard seems to, which is not a great show. Yeah. But has all the original cast in it, so it's a cool trailer. Uh, it's, fun to, it's fun for a moment. It's fun for a moment. You kind of go, "Oh, that's kind of cool." Uh, I'm fine <laughs> if they want to keep butchering Star Trek. I am absolutely fine with that because it means that they're not butchering Stargate, which is more important. Okay, so, yeah. As long as they don't touch Stargate, I'm fine. Just leave it alone. You butcher, take Star is. Trek. You could have Star Trek. You could do whatever you want with it. I could. <clears> uh, the trailer, like I said, the trailer's pretty cool and it looks great, but yeah. it was terrible. But as long as they're screwing around with Star Trek, they hopefully won't touch Stargate. So that makes me happy. So that's yeah. okay. So long as Stargate is, remains untouched. Oh, well. uh, Shall we end it there then? Yes, I think so. Nice. I, I did ask if Eddie wanted to join for the outro, um, but he's still recovering. His face just hasn't quite healed yet. So uh, um, he is at home. He's fine. But um, not, now is not the time. To, now is not the time. The so. raccoon, raccoon bites are itchy. Yeah, I think it might have been ravenous. I don't know. But we'll, I'm sure he'll be fine. Um, 
he checks his glove box every time he goes back into the car now, just in case. Yeah, yeah. Um, but thank you very much, everyone, for tuning in this week's episode. Remember, you can catch us on all the socials at That's Class Pod. We'll probably upload um, me sitting on a couch, uh, Duncan sitting on a couch, uh, how we sit and how we test couches. How we um, test couches. We'll also, you know, I upload little segments of the show to try and entice people to come and listen in, uh, and what the show is going to be about. Uh, so the title is usually irrelevant, but the the background usually is. Um, so you can check us out on all the socials at That's Class Pod, or you can email us on That's Class Pod at gmail.com if you have any questions um, or you want to write to the pod. We have new episodes up all at the same time on a Monday, wherever you find your podcasts, YouTube, Spotify, Apple, whatever you want to listen to. Um, keep your notification bells on just in case we're a little late. It's usually a Monday. But thank you very much for listening. Um, we will see you next week. Have a super day. Say goodbye, Duncan. Goodbye, Duncan. And uh, we hope Eddie has a speedy recovery. God save yeah. the king. God save the king. Ooh, That's a new sign- thing we have to say what, now. What a sign-off. <laughs>